Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, it's Michelangelo. Sorry I missed you last week, but I'm back. It's time for some more classic A&G. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. All right. Feels good to be back in the Armstrong Getty One More Thing chair on Fridays. I'm sorry I wasn't here last week. Um, unfortunately, as many of you know, my father passed away unexpectedly. But I want to thank all of you listeners for uh, your very kind wishes. It was very much appreciated. I got a lot of nice texts and a lot of people on Facebook. And very, very nice. I really appreciate your kind words. One of the great things about my parents is they had been married for 50 years. We celebrated their 50th anniversary last year. And I'm glad they made it to 50 years of marriage. It's quite an accomplishment. They were married back... In 1972. So the clip that I'm bringing you today is about our own Joe Getty celebrating his 30th wedding anniversary. And in this clip, he talks about what makes for a good marriage, and, and we get to hear some interesting stuff from Joe about his past. So let's go back to, this was 2017. And Joe was here at work, and he was talking about celebrating his 30th anniversary, him and Judy. And what makes for a great marriage? Uh, it's also, as I mentioned, my 30th wedding anniversary with the, the beautiful Judith. And um, and uh, it's obviously a very happy occasion. You got he, married at age five, so you're 35. That is correct. Yep, that's right. No, actually, we did get married quite young. but um, and, and sometimes people ask, and uh, why? And I always give the same answer, because we're clearly never going to break up. Uh, so we might as well get married. Um, which some people think is a joke, but it it wasn't. Um, now, obviously, the uh, 
the romantic overconfidence of the young might factor in, but we'd already been together for a couple of years at that point. Um, and uh, I was the happiest guy in the world on June 14th, 1986, um, marrying Judy. And I'm still uh, very happy today, but not in a stupid storybook, you know, fantasy way. I think in a, in a pretty realistic way. And, um, you know, speaking of marriage and successful marriage and that sort of thing, I will just tell you this. Um, people always make these vague kind of platitudes about a good marriage taking a lot of work. Uh, I would say it takes absolutely near constant attention. Um, and I say near constant because especially when you're raising little kids, it's hard to work it in, but you have to, especially then whenever you can. Um because it doesn't just happen. Um, I am I'm humble in that my crazy and her crazy match up pretty well. Because everybody's a little nuts. And everybody's a pain in the butt in one way or another. Um, her areas of patience match up pretty well with my areas of being obnoxious. And likewise, you know, she's uh, she's a human being. She's imperfect. She's fabulous, but imperfect. Would you like to list those? or You know, I would, as a matter of fact. That's, a, that's what I was leading <laughs> and up then, to. And then she'd like to list the other side. <clears throat> We're going to have to clear out the commercials. Michael, <clears throat> Here, hold on. I'll get some music to put underneath it. Uh, but which leads me to my next point, and that is, and, and I remember my mom talking about this to especially my sister and I, because we were roughly the same age back when we were little kids. Um, the phrase, you make me so mad. Um, gives the other person the power over your emotional reaction. And certainly there are things that do make you mad in life. I'm, I'm realistic about that. But you're in charge of your own attitude. And both Judy and I had really good role models, um, imperfect, but good role models in being faithfully and committedly married. And so it occurred to me slowly, because I'm a little dense over the years, that everything that happened, good, bad, and indifferent, every day we lived, I could either focus on the good stuff and why I love her, or I could focus on the annoying stuff. And as a guy who's really easily annoyed, um, I have a list of pet peeves that is dictionary-esque in length. Um, as a guy who's easily annoyed, it, it dawned on me that if I dwell on that sort of stuff, it's going to ruin the marriage, and it's going to ruin my attitude. And so... You have so many, so many times in your life, you have the choice of looking at um, the great parts of your partner or the not so great parts, the sexy parts or the not as sexy parts, the, um, the good times you've had together or the bad times you, you had together. And you're in charge of fashioning your own attitude. You, you sports fans and athletes out there, um, you see when a team's shoulders slump and they, they start to think they're going to lose. And then you see those, those people, uh, those athletes. <clears throat> of what in, whatever gender who obviously will not feel like a loser until the moment that the buzzer goes off. And I think you have to approach a marriage like that. You have to be convinced you're going to win and find ways to win every day or, or you won't. The sexy parts are the non-sexy parts. I, I know what the sexy parts are. No, I, I don't think you catch uh, my meaning. No. Cheat. Um, I know exactly where they are. I tell you what, uh, I, I'll I'll speak uh, I'll speak for my beautiful wife. I do not look like the long-haired, flat-bellied guitar player that she first got with many years ago. Um, and you could dwell on that, 
and go off and, and trade your spouse in on a younger model. Or you could realize, you know what, there's still plenty plenty there to like and love and, and be attracted to and the rest of it. So, you know, you bring your own attitude to it. Uh, I will also say on a humble note, um, uh, she, uh, well, a lot of people just make a, make a mistake with who they get together with because their crazies don't match up and they would make themselves miserable for the rest of their lives. And I'm not a guy who says uh, all divorce is weakness and failure to be as cool and wise as we are. Not at all. I mean, it just, it happens. We got lucky to a large, to some extent, because we fought and we still respected each other. We, we had some, some nasty arguments. Uh, <laughs> one or two, uh, I can remember, uh, had specifically to do with my idiocy uh, and, and hot temper. Um, but... We'd work through it, and and we never and, – and it's funny. I just came across an article I've come across like every five years. They put it out every five years or so, and why wouldn't they? That the one thing a marriage can't survive – actually, the headline recently was the one um, thing you're doing that shows you have a doomed marriage, and it's eye-rolling. The one thing Ooh. a marriage can't survive is contempt. Uh, if you have contempt for the other person, you're doomed. Um, and – so we, we've not had contempt for each other. And, and if I do get on a roll of being like in a sour mood about our relationship and I'll feel that creeping in. Oh, my God. That's the poison that kills the uh, the idea that they don't they don't deserve your respect or love or they're not imperfect, just like you're not perfect. Um, that sentence didn't come out right. But you see what I'm driving at. If you ever start thinking that it's, you know, really it's it's all about them and they're an idiot. You're doomed. Yeah, the stacking up reasons to be unhappy versus stacking up reasons to be happy. It's easy to get into that habit with anything you're doing, marriage, yeah. work, whatever. Mm-hmm. You just start adding up reasons why this sucks in your yeah. head. Oh, that's a bad habit to do with anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And it can kill you. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, just your attitude. And uh, the other thing, it reminds me, God help us, about our, our discussion about, you know, the mosque and terrorism, et cetera, there in Florida, um, in that there are, you know, there are subtleties to it. If you're in an abusive relationship, well, then I don't advocate you take some sort of, uh, you know, Christ-like turning the other cheek at every point until you're just abused into not being who you, a human being anymore, or, or, you know, even being physically hurt badly. You got to know what's imperfection and what's uh, unforgivable. Um. Because, you know, accepting somebody else's imperfections does not mean letting them abuse you. So, you know, if you're in that sort of relationship, don't mistake one for the other. But anyway, I'm a lucky guy. Really, really lucky. I try to thank uh, God and fate and whatever else every single day for that. So what are you going to do to celebrate your 30th wedding anniversary? Well, You seem to be at work, so you're... Speaking of great luck, it is a Tuesday. Um, and, And Judy and Delaney are going off to look at colleges this weekend. Sunday, so we can't even go away for a weekend. So we've got a weekend penciled in for a couple weeks from now, uh, which which is kind of sucky, and I'm a little bummed about it, but it's unavoidable, and it's for all the right reasons. And, you know, as I've said while griping about Valentine's Day through the years, um, every day around our house is Valentine's Day. I mean, we're ridiculously affectionate. Uh, it's just our style. So, you know, I'm a little annoyed by the scheduling thing, but I can handle it. So when we started putting this radio show together, I remember you'd been married for five years. God, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because we were young and, and we I had was been childless. married for five years. And I didn't know many people our age who had been married five years. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Good times. Um, I was at the quick story on that. I was at the a car dealership the other day and I was dealing with the thing, getting a car and stuff like that. And I asked the guy, I said, oh, he's running around, got my paperwork and stuff. I said, how's it going? He said, well, it's my day off and I'm here. Um, and, uh, we were doing stuff. I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And we filled some paperwork and he came back out and I said, uh, geez, I'm sorry. I feel bad about having you do this on your day, day off. And he said, you know what? You can choose to be unhappy in life or choose to be happy in life. And I choose to be happy. So I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I thought, now there's a guy with a good attitude and that's what you were just talking about. Yeah, I yeah. had to talk with my son about that very thing. He was going to be there on his day off. Right. Whether he had a good attitude or a bad attitude. It, that deal was done. That's that's decision has been made. Right. And you can let those bad chemicals flow in your in your head that affect your whole body, or you can let the good chemicals affect your whole body. You get to choose that. You know what's weird? A weird tangent, then we really have to go to break. Um, for a while in my 20s, right after I got married, I was unbelievably afraid of flying. I was just constantly convinced that... that I, I was obsessing over the plane crashing. Sorry if you're flying today. I hate hearing these stories on the way to the airport. Your plane probably won't crash. Well, to, to uh, driving to the airport, 20 times more dangerous. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, to avoid being completely tortured, I had to learn thought control. I had to learn to say, I start thinking about what it would be like, stop it, stop it. And I would pl- replace those thoughts with other thoughts. More pleasant thoughts, which is everything. Um, and so that mental discipline really extended to other things. It's kind of taken slowly, um, but that was a, a weird blessing in disguise. Playing the wedding march on the 30th anniversary. Yeah, you didn't talk about the wedding. You should talk about the wedding later. I was about to pass out the entire time. Really? So uh, it's all a little hazy. Why were you about to pass out the time? I was so happy. I thought Joe Getty gave some really good marital advice in this segment. And I agree that if you have contempt for your partner, your marriage is going to be in trouble. And I think he's correct about having a partner with strengths and weaknesses. I know my wife is much more social than I am, and we kind of balance each other out. She's very detail-oriented, and I'm much more sloppy and just kind of let things fly. But we balance each other out, and it's worked out great. Originally, I had planned on having a funnier segment than this one, but I thought this was really a good segment and it did remind me of my parents and their 50th wedding anniversary. We've been going through old photos and we have the pictures from last year and it was fun to look at them. And so I just thought this would be a nice tribute to my parents and their long 50 years of marriage. Anyhow, thanks for joining me for one more thing. Again, thanks for all your condolences. I really appreciate it. But do join me next week. I'm going to try and find a really funny segment, something that we can have a really good time with. And so till next week, well, I guess that's it. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information you know that feeling when you walk into your home take a deep breath and feel new well that's what it's like to use clorox sentiva because clorox sentiva smells like coconut cleans like clorox and feels like energy 
It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.